He's giving out free picks each and every week. Hope you have a good rest of your day. Back at the Apex for UFC Vegas 77, the main event. Nobody asked for Holly Holm versus Bruno Silva. Weaker card this week, guys, and expect it after a big card last week. We had a fun card. A lot of great fights. Uh, we'll quickly uh, go over that. Always a fairly good card, right, for International Fight Week. I'll be breaking down the main card, providing free picks, leans, and what to avoid, along with some pricing talk as well. SystemSportsCapping.com is the website. Subscription opportunities over there, handicapping records over the years, resume, client comments, and more. Shout out to a new full year subscriber client, Mikey. Uh, this past week, it's much appreciated. Is the reason why I do this. Uh, client card out after weigh-ins on Friday. System capping on all social media platforms: Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Free bets over there. Betting advice, sports news, and more. If you're watching this video on YouTube, like this video, comment, and subscribe. UFC 290 recap. What a fun card, right? Handful of upsets on the prelims and main card. Uh, main card, quickly go over. Bo Nickel, right? Ran through Val like expected. Uh, I thought maybe you'd use some wrestling, right? To get it. They'd be just st st stood and bang with Val where he had the shot. Uh, if he was ever going to win this fight, he would be on the feet to catch Bo Nickel. Bo Nickel didn't care. He stood on the feet and banged with him. It's time to give him a ranked guy. Give him the 15th guy. And then I look at the records. The 15th guy is Chris Curtis. Perfect step up, right? Chris Curtis' takedown defense is decent. Um, veteran guy. I would love to see Bo Nickel against him. I think Chris Curtis would last at least a round. Um, and that would be an interesting fight. So, you know, a guy in the 15th, 14th ranked. Um, Chris Curtis is right there. I think he's kind of like now at this point of his career, kind of a gatekeeper guy. So I think that would be a great fight against Bo Nickel. Uh, the Whitaker fight. That was the fight uh, that ruined at least the card for me personally for profit. I was on the Whitaker side in a two-fight parlay. Um, ended the five-week profitable streak. Uh, for us. Hey, shout out to DDP. Very impressive. Uh, he was able to adapt and adjust after Whitaker was taken over early, right? Whit Whitaker looked great in the first round. Towards the end of the round, DDP started adjusting, making some adjustments. He was able to catch Whitaker uh, with a nice big shot, and he did have that power, right? He had that power and it was advantage. He used it, and it looks like he'll be fighting Israel Adesanya next. He did get the number one ranked in the division just yesterday. Can't forget about that Turner and Hooker fight. Wow. <laughs> what a fight, right? Um, and shout out to Hooker. Plus 200 cash. I did say there was some value there in last week's video. Couldn't bet Turner at that price. Impossible to bet Turner at that price. I stayed off the fight personally, uh, but the value there was with Hooker. And he showed this guy still got, he still has, that's a huge win for him, right? Huge win. Hooker will fight anyone anytime. Uh, and that's a big win for Hooker to continue uh, you know, just fighting top level guys, you know, Hooker should get a top 10 guy next. I, if, I think Turner may have been outside the top 10. I don't recall 100%, but uh, Hooker, you know, hats off to him. Bunch of injuries uh, as well after that uh, fight. And then obviously the Pantoja Moreno fight, fight of the night, outstanding fight. Uh, I loved every minute of that fight. Uh, we were on Pantoja plus 162. I give it out to you guys as well. If you're going to bet that fight, you have to take that big plus money. Do obviously Pandoja beat him twice already, right? So sometimes you have a person's number, which I mentioned last week, right? When you when you beat someone twice, 
there's that mental game you got to get over. And Pantoja just looks like he has his number. 3-0 lifetime against Moreno. Will we see the fight again? Probably, just because there's not a lot of contenders uh, in the flyweight there. But, you know, hats off to Pantoja. I thought he won four to five rounds. Uh, you see some idiots out there saying Moreno should have won the fight. He got robbed. Just very casual MMA fans. Not too sure uh, what they're looking at. They're obviously probably Moreno or Mexican fans, right? But uh, Pantoja clearly won that fight. Uh, and it was due to his grappling advantage. And I mentioned that that he's going to get this fight down to the ground and try to grapple and get any advantage there. Even on the feet, fairly close on the feet. Moreno probably slightly uh, better at times. Had the slight more, um, uh, I guess, moments on the feet. But you saw his face, right? Moreno took most of the damage. Uh, uh, so uh, the right guy won uh, in that fight. I had him winning four. Two, one. And then Volk just dominated from start to finish, right? I did expect uh, the wrestling fight. Uh, I did expect him to wrestle early in that fight, and that's what happened. Uh, he was able to wrestle in the first few rounds, dominate there. A lot stronger than Rodriguez. That's what I expected. Um, and I, Did I expect a third-round TKO-style finish? No. Uh, but I did think that Volk could win this fight in the later rounds and finish the fight. Um, and how he did it was picture perfect. That was the plan. Wrestle early, get him tired, and Rodriguez may not have that dangerous factor later in the fight. He had some moments in the third round, some nice kicks. Volk recognized them uh, and then was able to hurt him. Uh, it was just a size, strength, advantage. And, you know, I have Volk as the best fighter in the world right now. Uh, he just continues to impress. Going through a Rodriguez like that is not easy. Um, so I have Volk as the best fighter right now in the market, in the UFC, in the world. Um, obviously, due to his activity, he fights a lot more. Yes, John Jones, you can say, but he just hasn't fought enough to say that, right? Of all time, yes, you can have John Jones up there. Um, but right now, I have Volk as the best fighter in the world. Weekly update. Let's get into the weekly update here, guys. Five straight profitable events snapped due to the Whitaker loss, unfortunately. Uh, but we're 68% 2023 client plays. Very, very happy with that. And it's all around, all my client plays, guys, you got to understand, are around plus money or low favor, right? A minus 120. The highest I'll go is like minus 150. That's rare. Um, two fight parlays are usually around plus money uh, or around even money. And we are 71% on the year, guys. Plus 64.5 units long term. PGA, profitable prop market last week. Continuing the nice run here in the PGA. 66% matchups on the year. We have one pending uh, this week. Two events going. And I handicapped both Genesis and the Barbasol. 83.1 units long term. Also, eight outrights on the year. NFL is a month away, guys. Preseason is exactly one month away. Can't wait for that. I don't bet the preseason, guys, um, but I do study it. I do watch it. Future studying already has started. I start ranking my teams, how well they did on the offseason. Uh, I start ranking them uh, for the year. So that has started already. Over 60 units the last two years, guys. Back-to-back uh, -back outright winners as well. Let's get right into this card. Shop around for the best prices. Have multiple sports books uh, with multiple funds in it so you can get the best price or best prop. A lot of these books have different props, um, different prices. So I suggest and stress this every time, guys, have multiple books. I use five different books um, all over the market. So uh, always have the best available 
price. Main event. Home, minus 180 versus Silva, plus 155. The fight nobody asked for. However, it is here on the main event and the main card. Home may be in the best shape of any woman in this division. She's 41. <laughs> Crazy to say, right? There are some fighters, um, age just isn't a big deal uh, for them. And that's what I can say here for Holly Holm. Uh, probably, um, I would say, I'm not going to say she's in her best shape or best form at 41, but there's just not that big drop-off. We haven't seen that big drop-off uh, from her at 41, right? She takes care of her body, trains well, eats extremely healthy, and just takes it very serious, and that's the reason why she's still looking good at 41, right? Personally, I do think she uh, should be undefeated since 2019, and her last loss should have been against Amanda Nunez. Um, in that Vieira fight, I thought she won that fight, um, the judges gave it to Vera on a split decision. I thought that the judges were at it again, right? <laughs> they make, uh, obviously we know, questionable calls. And I think that definitely uh, was one of them. But look at the competition that Holmes is fighting, right? Raquel Pennington, Aldana, most recently, she beat Santos. Santos, who has lost a step, I think, after her uh, child and her getting married. Uh, however, uh, Holmes looked dominant in that fight dominant and that possibly what we could see here right silva uh you know she's a submission artist um i think somewhat tough uh, but holmes going to be better everywhere in my opinion maybe besides the submission game holmes going to be able to take down silva at will if she wants right we've seen silva get taken down in most of her fights uh home uh has a wrestling advantage definitely a boxing and striking advantage right but if home does decide to uh, wrestle and get this fight down to the ground she's gonna have to be worrisome a bit about silva's submission game we have seen back-to-back -back submission wins from silva she's very dangerous on the ground so if home I think personally Holmes is going to want to stand and bang. I don't think Silva's going to be able to get this fight down to the ground where she wants it to get the submission. I think Holmes will probably just dance around, pick her apart. Uh, that's what I see here. If Silva does get this fight down to the ground, that's her only path. My opinion, her only path to win this fight is by submission. So it's a, a longer shot, right? I don't see Silva winning this fight on the judges' scorecards because she's not going to land more than home on the feet. Uh, she's not going to be able to just chain wrestle and take down home uh, as she wants at will. So the only way Silva wins this fight is she catches home in a submission. Low odds, right? So at plus 155, there's not enough meat on the bone. If you want to bet Silva by submission, go for it. I'm not that crazy type of uh, underdog better. Um, so I won't because I do think home wins this fight. Um, it's just a level of competition. Silva has beating very low level guy, uh, girls, right? Yan uh, Wu, Edgar, and Landsberg. <laughs> right? How, how could I say, oh yeah, Silva's going to win this fight? Look at the competition she's fighting. Very low level guys. All girls out of the top 15. They're not ranked. Uh, and then now you're going to fight home who's been there, done that, world titles, fought the best in the world. It's just very hard to get to Silva for me. What I suggest, if you like Silva, you take the submission prop. Yes, she could catch Holm in a submission if Holm decides to wrestle and get this fight down to the ground. Sure, it could happen. I've seen crazier things happen in the UFC. It's just a low low level, right? You don't see Holm. Holm's very smart. She's 41. She's fought everybody. She's going to know that Silva has a good submission game. So if she gets a fight down to the ground, I expect her to be stronger and be able to keep her there. I don't think Silva's going to be able to pull off a wild submission if Holm gets this fight down to the ground. So we're going to back home here. The minus 180 is not 
you know, outlandish. I don't think it's a terrible price. Uh, and it is tough to call how this fight will end, right? We haven't seen Silva in a five-round fight. Will she gas later in the fight where Holm could take advantage and find a submission? Uh, sorry, a finish? It's possible. Uh, so I cannot, you know, guarantee home by decision. I lean home by decision. Um, but I could see a later stoppage because we haven't seen Silva deep into a fight like this. So uh, the play is going to be home, not at minus 180. For some of you guys that don't care, betting a minus 180 straight up, go for it. But it's probably going to make my two-fight parlay. I don't love a lot on this card. You shouldn't either. Very low-level card. Uh, but yeah, I, I got to back home here until proven otherwise. And someone shows me she's slowing down to 41. She hasn't shown me that yet. So um, play is going to be home. Uh, for the main event here, um, this is just a huge step up and ask for Silva to beat home. Uh, besides a wild submission where she could catch home, I, I don't see any other way she wins this fight. Dory have plus 130 versus Park, minus 160. Interesting one here, you know, a fight that could be extremely close and could possibly make the judges scorecards. Uh, you know, definitely some value here on the Russia plus 130, sure. However, some concerns and why I'm not able to get to this plus 130. You know, he's been finished four times. Park has some power on the feet. Um, Durev, as a Russian, doesn't have some solid wrestling, as you would think. Uh, he's not a great guy. He, he doesn't have a lot of uh, experience or uh, a lot of uh, advantages when he's taking down fights, right? He struggles to get the fight down to the ground. Low percentage uh, on his takedowns. Uh, attempt. So, you know, I have Park as the better striker here. Probably will land the bigger shots uh, in the fight, which could attract the judges' scorecards and judges' eyes. Right? Park is on a three-fight win streak. Low-level guys, this is probably, you could say, a slight step up uh, here. And the question is, in this fight, is Durev going to be able to get this fight down to the ground and use some of his grappling? That will be the question here. I don't think Durev is going to want to stand and bang with Park. Um, Park can hurt guys from time to time, and Durev's chin is questionable with He's been finished four times. That scares me, right? And if Dorev was more of a pure wrestler and able to get fights down to the ground easily, I would maybe look at the Russian here, but he hasn't. His takedown percentage is very low, which concerns me, and he struggles to get fights down to the ground. You saw it in the Buckley fight, right? Buckley was able to catch him because uh, he struggled to get the fights down to the ground. So this fight probably will go to the judges' scorecards or a later stoppage. Uh, this is a fight I will not have any part in for myself or clients. I'm going to lean Park uh, to win the fight. Uh, and I just think Durev's going to struggle to get this fight down to the ground. If he can, he has a good chance to win the fight. Uh, but this fight is going to not make my client card. And you know I'm not going to have a big client card this weekend, guys. Uh, Dumont, minus 140 versus Chandler, plus 120. Two big girls in this one and not a fight I want to be involved in from a side standpoint. Uh, and, you know, this one could go either way, in my opinion. Uh, Dumont does have the experience advantage here um, in bigger fights, better resume. And if I had to bet this fight, personally, I would have to lean Dumont. Uh, the minus 140 price is not terrible. However, I do like what I see from Chandler. Uh, Chandler, I would say, has more volume on the feet, likes to come forward, and likes to throw heavy. We saw that finish uh, in the first round uh, in her debut there. And I do think she does have some tools to hurt Dumont in this fight. Um, 
when you look at the you know fight to go the distance, you kind of maybe have concerns. The only way it doesn't, I think, it's because Chandler somehow finishes her. I don't think Dumont will finish her. Um, but you know, the over two and a half rounds is always a look at an MMA women's fight. Uh, it's always a look uh, for me, and I think it could get there with these two uh, bigger girls. But keep in mind, Chandler, from what I see on tape, likes to pressure, likes to look for a finish. Um, can she finish Dumont is going to be the question here. Small value there, plus 120 on Chandler. It's just a very close fight. I don't know if Chandler is, you know, that next girl. She's only 5-1, and one, guys, right? Dumont's going to have the experience advantage. And Chandler, this is a big step up uh, for her from her last competitor. So because of that, I cannot get to the Chandler price. Gun to my head, I lean Dumont just because I've seen more from her in the cage. Um, but I will not be betting this uh, fight for clients or myself for video purposes. Lean Dumont. Chandler is live, though, uh, to maybe hurt Dumont in this fight. Azatar, my, plus 100 versus Prado, minus 120. And it's just another fight that is tough uh, to back here for clients or myself to put my hard-earned money on it. Um, you know, the one thing I can say is this fight probably doesn't go the decision. Uh, it's minus 450 that it doesn't. And, you know, the under two and a half rounds would be a look as well, right? Azatar, all fights that he's won except one were finishes. Prado, all finishes for him, either by submission or finish. So, yes, I expect this fight uh, to not go three rounds, uh, even though Prado has shown uh, he can go three rounds in his last fight, in his debut fight, right? Took it on short notice against Malarkey, lost by decision. Um, but Shorty had a chin. Shorty can take shots. And Azatar has a ton of power. Great striker. Oh, I wouldn't say a great striker. I'd say a power striker uh, that can hurt you. So um, both guys do have some power. Both guys look for finishes. Um, so I do expect someone to get knocked out here. You know, Azatar is coming off that loss to Fervola, but we sh we've seen Fervola is a real deal. Continues to find finishes. Um, and Azatar got caught in that fight. Um, so, you know, it's very tough to call here. You know, what I would have to lean to Azatar due to the plus 100 price tag and Prado being only 21. Right, so if I had to look at something here and I had to bet this fight, you don't have to bet this fight. You don't have to bet every card, guys. It's what I suggest and why I do so well is because I don't bet every week a bunch of fights. I always suggest that to my clients and just to you viewers as well that aren't clients. Don't just bet to bet, guys. That's why the books do so well, right? I have a structured system that allows me to pick out fights where I find value and where I think a guy's going to win. And that's where my talents come into play. If you're just betting every fight just to bet, that's where you get in trouble. And that's an example here, right? This fight can go either way. But if you're asking me for a value standpoint and a play, it has to be Azatar due to the plus 100, due to anyone can get finished in this fight at any point of the fight. And his experience advantage, again, Prado, only 21. So the play would have to be Azatar due to that. Not going to make my client card. Not going to get my own money. Uh, but for video purposes, it's going to be Azatar plus 100. Fun one to open up the main card, guys. Uh, Sadikov minus 135 versus McKenny plus 115. We always are entertained when we see McKenny, right? We know his story. A fun guy to watch that goes for the finish early most of the time and is a one-round fighter. He tried to change that up last fight, and it did not work. He went to the second round. He got caught with a flying knee. He needs to be that guy that goes in and just tries to finish it. 
right? So do you want to put money on a guy like McKenny that just goes in and tries to get finishes? At plus money, sure. And the only way he wins this fight is by finish, in my opinion. We've seen Sadakov in his first fight. He got the finish. Doctor stoppage. Could have been a questionable headbutt at times, but we showed that he can get knocked down. He got knocked down. Uh, but he showed he had somewhat of a chin in that fight. McKenny's going to come with more power. He's going to come in there. And I do think Sneaky does have a good wrestling advantage here. Sadakov has been taken down in most of his fights. Got taken down last fight against more of a striker. I could see McKenny wrestling in this fight. Will he do that, though, is the question. Right? If he does and he mixes up on the feet with his power, I think he can win this fight. However, if this fight gets into the second or third round, we have seen Sadakov have success when it gets to the second or third round so if it does get there you know you're, you're gonna want to look look that way for example this is a good betting live strategy you know if you want to take mckenny pre-fight uh, bet him at plus 115 my suggestion is to bet him at finish you get a much better plus money price if you take mckenny by finish i have a hard time seeing him you know win by decision unless possibly you know he just wrestles Keeps the fight down there, doesn't get the finish, it's possible. You know, he continues to improve, he's young, he's getting coached, he could change his game plan up. However, last time when he did that, he changed his game plan, it didn't work out. He tried to sit back a little more, he was coached and wasn't himself. So I expect him to be himself here, look for an early finish. Um, and at plus 115, you know, a smaller unit plays a look. However, I'm not going to take plus 115, I would take finish prop and get a much better prop uh, there. So you can get plus, I haven't looked at it yet, uh, I'm not going to lie guys, but I'm guessing it would be in the plus 200 range uh, for him to finish this fight, and that's the way I would look here. However, you know, I don't like putting a lot of money on McKenney. Uh he's reckless, you don't know how he's going to come out, as he showed last time, he kind of sat back, didn't work out for him, but if he's going for a finish, he could also get caught, which we have seen before. I don't think Salikov is going to catch him, in my opinion, or really hurt him on the feet, I think Salikov could be more of a decision style fighter. Um, but we're going to see if he can take the early pressure from McKenna. Let's see if he can take that. He fights at a good camp with um, Ray Longo and them, right? So with Fervola and obviously Sterling and them. So that's something to uh, keep in mind as well. But gun in my head, if I'm going to play this card, uh, play this fight or anything on this card, it's going to have to be find some value. And I do some, see some value at McKenny by finish for a smaller unit. Um Exciting fighter, right? Love to see the guy fight. Love to see how he's going to come out in this fight. Is he going to be more conservative? Didn't work out last time. Or is he going to come out and try to finish the fight? I think he should come out, try to wrestle early. Get maybe a TKO style um, finish. Or try to just hurt him on the feet and then go to the wrestling to try to mix it up. So, play is going to be, uh, for video purposes, McKenny. If it does make my client card, it's going to be a smaller unit play. Lower level card, guys, uh, I suggest not to have too much invested in this card. I come from a handicapping standpoint that has clients that invest our money into cards. So I'm straight up for, with you guys, right? If I don't love the card, I'll tell you. I don't love this card uh, from an investment standpoint. I will have a couple plays on the main card for clients and also in the prelims uh, as well. But it's going to probably be a lower unit week for me and clients. If you are going to bet this card, guys, what I suggest is to have lower units. Don't invest too much. Uh, it is a lower level card. And fights that could go either way, uh, at least on the main card. Like I always say, guys, bet smart and know your limits. Enjoy the fights this week.